Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. everyone welcome back to another episode of real life real equity and we have another doctor in the house yes we're super excited about our guest today she is the founder of the PADR Institute and has a mission to provide pain stress and anxiety relief to those who seek a naturalistic form of treatment when other treatment methods have fallen short Her unique approach comes from her experience treating in a variety of settings and with a wide range of patient populations over the past 10 years. Her background in orthopedic sports, geriatrics, balance disorder, nerve injuries, and most recently chronic pain influences from coursework at the Pastoral Restoration Institute have helped her develop this treatment method to address a wide variety of painful and restrictive conditions. She customizes all treatment plans to the individual to help them achieve their goals, whether it is picking up a child, getting through a work week of pain, free play, or even playing a sport. Her ability to speak French and Spanish has allowed her to communicate with and help various clients from all over the world, including France, Mexico, Central America, and South America. She has a variety of entrants, which have included running 40 marathons, running 10 ultra marathons, photographing wildlife and landscapes all over the world that has led to several of her images being chosen as photos of the day with National Geographic, your shot world top photo of the day. She was recently featured on ABC television show within the Phoenix area and has also spoken at Kyle Wilson's mastermind events around the country since April. She has also done corporate workshops that also help with the mindset and how to reduce pain and recently has done the best Western global business travel team. She is also currently a number one best-selling author in the book, Don't Quit, Stories of Perseverance, Courage, and Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a warm round of applause today to our guest, Dr. Amy Novelty. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very appreciative of your guys' efforts to help entrepreneurs, and thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about your why. Talk to us a little bit about your journey to become an entrepreneur and uh, what kind of inspired that? Okay. Well, I started off getting a doctorate in physical therapy back in graduate school. And from there, the typical route is to work for a clinic. You go and you start treating patients and you help them get out of pain. And that's the route I took as well. I Never thought of myself as an entrepreneur and owning my own business, but after about five years of doing traditional physical therapy, I went into the role of a clinical director for a different company, and I began changing my method of treatment, and I began learning about breathing and the diaphragm and how we have many asymmetries in our body, and that affects our pain or our ability to move and strengthen From there, I started studying about the neurological system and how the nervous system affects us as well. And I realized that there was a lot of potential for getting people out of chronic pain, stress, and anxiety. And I wasn't tapping into that potential. I was in a clinic 
just working, you know, the eight hour shift each day, five days a week. And I was very isolated just in this Chandler, Arizona area. A friend of mine recommended that I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And I did that while I was on an assignment from a a world travel perspective with a photographer who wanted to be kept out of pain. And after I did that, I knew I couldn't go back into a clinic setting. It changed my world and I began to see things differently and realized that I had to face some fears about owning a business, jump ship and go for it. I knew that in order to teach people a new way of healthcare and care for their bodies, I had to go out on my own because I could reach a greater audience. Right. And that's that's really one of those things you gotta you gotta it's a confidence thing, right? It's it's more of, you know, getting over that fear of failure, getting over that fear of not being sure. And you actually have a really cool story with Robert Kiyosaki that we'll get to later. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. So cool. it's yeah, it's, it's actually a really cool story. So anyway, uh, Amy and I actually met on the Real Estate Guys Investor Summit at Sea um, originally. And then we met again at another event. I mean, you know, when you're in this ecosystem, you always run into each other constantly. <laughs> so uh, we ran into each other again down in Dallas a little while back. And, um, you know, she did what her Haber Institute does. She she helped with or she ran the group through an exercise on how to alleviate pain. And 99% of the group said that they instantly felt better. So I thought that was really interesting. And when I came home and told Keisha about it, she said, oh, really? Okay, we need to go through this because you know, she has chronic pain. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> we definitely need to talk. I can't wait to help you. Oh, yes. After having four kids, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're also, yeah. Speaking, you're also speaking to the anxiety part of it, too. Talk just a little bit about that because as entrepreneurs, I talk to a lot of them and a lot of them have uh, some level of anxiety. Sure. So a lot of our anxiety comes from mental and emotional distress, and we have a lot of worries. What we don't always realize is there's a part of our body called the autonomic nervous system that has a balance between a fight or flight mode and a relaxation mode. And when you have this, these two systems that are constantly working against each other and sometimes with each other, but when we have stress and anxiety, that kicks in our fight or flight mode. Now, when that happens, there's a physical repercussion to that mental and emotional stress and anxiety. And so your body responds to that, that stress, that anxiety, by your muscles tightening up throughout your body. And so initially, you'll feel it as, oh, I feel really tight today, or I feel tension. Some people have it more concentrated in their lower neck and their upper shoulders, the upper trap area. Some people have it concentrated in their low back. And so what happens then is your body gets used to whatever state it is in. So if you are going through something that's very stressful or starting a business, you're anxious, and you're in that state for a while, your body tension becomes your new norm. It's like you're mm. resetting the baseline. And so from there, your muscles stay tight and they learn, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do all the time. And over time, the muscles get tighter and tighter and tighter. And when you have a muscle pulling on a bone, it's going to shift it just slightly, shift it slightly more out of position, layer after layer every time you get stress. 
eventually you wake up one day and you have some pain and you don't even know where it came from. And so then you get into the spiral of chronic pain. And because you don't know how to relax overall and calm your anxiety and stresses down, that chronic pain continues to build and you get into the cycle and then your anxiety increases because now you have a layer of pain on top of the mental and emotional stress. So learning how to tease that apart and change the way you breathe because the way you breathe will actually affect your nervous system and how in your ability to calm it down. And that's what I teach people is how to change the way you breathe, which is very counterintuitive than anything you've learned mm-hmm. and how to change your body position to promote relaxation so that you don't have the physical repercussions of the stress and anxiety. And it can also help calm down your stress and anxiety because you're gaining control back over your body. Mm. Yeah, that's very, very true. Just a small little tidbit here. I even learned that when um, I was pregnant this last time, the importance of the breathing. And that really, really helped me through labor. But, you know, let's go more into a lot of people don't take the time to exercise their body or condition their body. Explain to the audience why that is so important. Why is it important to exercise conditions about the body to do this routine? Movement is vital to us. Movement in our body helps get rid of waste products. It helps bring in oxygen and beneficial products to help us heal. When we become stationary, and let's say you sit for eight hours a day, however you're sitting, that is determining how your nervous system is supposed to give a signal to your muscles to to hold yourself. So for instance, let's say you're sitting and you're sitting on the edge of your chair, you're arching your back, you're sticking out your chest, and you're thinking you're in perfect posture. Well, that setup right there is going to tighten up your body all over your body. So your nervous system thinks, okay, I should be that way all the time. And so you become stationary in that way. And then you go to move and then all of a sudden you can't move. Mm. So you have that component of your body needs movement just so you're not stuck in one position, but also exercise. It helps your mood. It helps your metabolism. It helps with all various forms of healing potential. It helps you keep your bone mineral density because we need impact in order for our bones to stay strong. And it also helps our bones, the, the bone building cells in our bones, it helps them be plentiful to re- replenish anything in your body. Um, it, other things for beneficial reasons are when you're using your ligaments, your tendons, and you're using them in terms of movement and exercise, you're strengthening them. Any type of compressive activities, you're helping your cartilage stay strong. So there's mm. so many physical benefits and then the numerous mental benefits of getting endorphins and changing the way you think and approach tough challenges in your life or even your brain hormone chemistry. It's very beneficial when you're doing some kind of cardio workout or strength training. So that's really important. Exercise and breathing, combination that we hear quite often, but there's a different twist to it that you're talking about here because we're talking about using breathing to relieve pain, using exercise to release endorphins in the brain. There's, I want to, I want to take a second to highlight, you just did this for one of our mutual friends who was about to have rotator cuff surgery. And we're not going to mention the name, but to talk about the power of 
a treatment like this. Talk to us a little bit about, without disclosing any medical information, talk to us a little bit about how this person was able to avoid a rotator cuff surgery with just, I mean, like we say with just a breathing treatment, but with breathing treatment. Yeah. So this person had had an injury that was originally told that the rotator cuff had torn off the bone. And I saw this person, you know, in front of me and I saw how it was, how this person was moving. I'll say she, because that doesn't reveal anything. So I saw how she was moving and she was in a lot of pain. And I asked her to move her arm overhead and she could get it halfway. And so I told her, listen, before you do surgery, and I know you have it scheduled, we need to do a quick session. And I want to see how much of your pain is just from guarding in a protective mode. Because anytime we go, we get into an injury, your body is, is going to go into a protective mode. It's going to kick in that fight or flight system. Muscles are going to tighten up and you forget how to use them normally. Because when you think about lifting your arm, you don't think, okay, I need to do it in this certain procedure, activate these muscles. You just do it. Hmm. And you learned when you were a kid, but when you have an injury, it's like all of a sudden you forgot how to use everything. Your muscles tighten up and you have to relearn how to use them. So the actual injury can heal. You can get scar tissue. So in her case, the injury itself most likely had healed because it was a couple months ago. There was going to be some scarring, but the result was she was in a lot of pain. Her movement was incorrect for using her arm. And so I did a quick session with her in person and I was able to get her to lift her arm up overhead. She had some pain because I hadn't been able to teach her everything in 15 minutes on how to reuse your muscles. So she got a second opinion from a well-known surgeon and he said, yeah, there's a 50 to 60% tear, but you could try alternative. So she said, okay, I'm going to cancel my surgery. I'll go see Amy, spend one day with her. And so we spent over the course of one day, we spent five hours total. So I did little sessions off and on, and then I gave her things to work on. And so I taught her how to calm down that fight or flight system. So certain muscles relaxed. Then we worked on activating certain muscles. So she learned how to reuse all the muscles in her shoulder and shoulder blade to be able to lift her arm up overhead again freely. So did the tear go away? I didn't touch the tear, but that wasn't the problem. And that's a, that's the case for a lot of people. If you have a complete rupture, maybe not. But like right now, I'm working with a naturopath. He's a um, well-known naturopath here in Arizona and works with many professional athletes. And, and I can tell you a little bit just because I'm not going to name names, but he has a complete ACL tear, an MCL tear, and a tibial fracture from a sports injury. Wow. He came in to see me and... He had a brace on, limping, completely turned his leg to the side. And within four visits, I had him walking completely normally. Completely. Wow. And it was his nervous system went into protective mode. And he even teaches some of the concepts that I talk about. And when I taught him the breathing, he said, oh my gosh, the breathing is completely different than I ever expected. It's like, this is completely different than what I teach. I am changing everything. I want you to treat everyone in my clinic and I'm redoing everything. This is phenomenal. And he couldn't believe it. Each time he came in, he can now sit normally. He can walk normally. He can cross his legs and he's in shock. But it's so much of our injuries, we get into pain because 
we go into a protective mode with our nervous system and we don't know how to get out of it because we're not set up in our daily life to learn how to relax and to implement that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is this is really interesting, you know? Yeah, very, very powerful, especially, you know, this is something that a, a lot of people experience and they think the answer is something like, surgery, but you're truly impacting lives. Tell us about the day that you realized this is what you were meant to be doing. Oh boy. (laughs) That's a fun story. So I decided to start my own practice at the beginning of the year. So it was in February and I was terrified. I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know if this was the right thing to do. And I went to one of the real estate guys events, the secrets of successful syndication, just because I knew someone that went there and he encouraged me to go and meet just really open people who are, he said, even said, there's a lot of people here in pain that you could help just come and learn because I also wanted to learn about investing as well for my future. So I did and I was impressed and kind of blown away about it. And so I decided to go to the real estate summit at sea cruise and it was interesting because before i left the friend had said i bet you could help robert kiyosaki and i said yeah right there's no way i'm getting anywhere close to him and then i the first day on the cruise i sat down with russell gray one of the the sponsors and founders of the real estate guys and he was in some pain and he, he approached me and asked me to sit down and talk to him about what I do. And so I did. And while we were sitting there, we saw in the glass elevator, we saw Robert Kiyosaki going, um, you know, somewhere. And Russ said to me, said, now there's a guy who you could help. I said, really? He said, yes. And I said, well, if I got a chance, I would love to help him. And that chance came four days later. And I was at one of the book signings and I knelt down to Robert Kiyosaki with one of his books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I said to him very authentically and genuinely that I really appreciated reading his book and his other book, Cashflow Quadrant, that I had also read. And I said, his books spurred me to change my life. And I know a lot of people have told him that. And I'm sure he he hears that a lot. But he took it with such sincerity and he looked at me and he said, really, thank you. What do you do? And I said, well, I help people get out of pain by changing the way they breathe and the way they hold their body. And he said, I have some pain. Would you be able to help me? I said, anytime you want, I would love to help you. He said, okay, I'll find you and you can help me. And so I left, of course, excited that he spent some time talking to me and asked me some questions. And I didn't really think anything of it. But the next day I went to, I was at dinner. And after dinner, it was 930 at night, we're getting ready for dessert. And here he comes up to our table. And there's, you know, eight people sitting around the table. And he comes up to me and says, so when are you going to help me get out of pain? And of course, my mouth dropped open along with anyone else on that table. And I just said, anytime you want. He said, you name it, I would love to help you. And he said, okay, how about right now? And I said, absolutely. So I jumped out of my seat and said goodbye to all the people at the table and took them off to a corner of the cruise ship and, and explained what I do. 
And I kind of gave him a brief lesson, which I can share with you guys here today on how to calm your nervous system down by changing the way you breathe. And so I helped him with that and he immediately felt a difference. And so he asked for more sessions and I saw him in the gym the next day and helped him there. And then all of a sudden I heard people saying to me, Robert Kiyosaki's looking for you. Are you Robert Kiyosaki's body healer? Oh my gosh, Robert Kiyosaki wants you. <laughs> and so the next four days on the cruise, I just kept getting approached by people. And eventually I did a session for anyone on the cruise and ended up filling the gym with 40 people on doing this. But Robert was, he, he was my turning point because I helped someone who is so successful and pretty much has anything in the world, but I was able to touch him. And he, I know he has a controversial, you know, background in terms of some people like him, some people don't, but he was so kind to me. I can't tell you how genuine and kind he was. He smiled, we chatted, we talked. It was just two real people talking to each other. And I was able to help someone who was in a stressful, painful situation. And I can't tell you how good that feels. I cherish that moment. And it doesn't matter if it's him or someone living down the street from me. The moment you help someone get out of pain, out of stress, out of anxiety, get out of sleep deprivation, get out of a surgery, you have such a connection and it is such a, such a special moment. And that became my why. So that was my moment. And every moment I work with someone and change their life, it reinforces and keeps me going despite all the fears, the self-doubt, the terrors of starting a business, being an entrepreneur. Those moments, and I write about them every day, those moments keep me going. And I, I really want to dive into that a little bit and really talk more in depth about like the transition piece, because you're talking about going from not being an entrepreneur to being an entrepreneur. This is seven months in and you've already helped the best-selling financial author of all time. Not only that, you went back to Arizona and you've been working with, from what we've talked about with a lot of very successful people, even the, the you know, the athletes in the natural path person uh, clinic that you just talked about. I mean, it's a lot of success and going into entrepreneurship can be a scary thing. Talk to us about, you know, you talked about journaling, writing it down every day. Some of the things you did to prepare yourself to be a better entrepreneur or did you? So I jumped into it knowing nothing about business. I had several people along the way that I went to for advice and I had a friend who helped me set up a few things. And then I also met Kyle Wilson on the real estate investor cruise. And he learned about what I did. And so he asked me to join his mastermind and start presenting. And so I started presenting across the country for his group. And people there started reaching out to me, one, for help. But two, they offered their advice, they said, hey, if I can help you, then please let me help you. So I mean, that was one huge thing is finding a community of like-minded people, like-minded entrepreneurs who match your values. So Kyle is very gentle, kind, and genuine, which resonates with me and motivates me to be 
a better entrepreneur and a better business person. Having that community was very helpful. One other thing that I did, which I needed a lot of personal development work because I was absolutely terrified. I had so much self-doubt. I came from no business background and never thinking I would do that. And I was terrified all the time. So I started reading books, listening to podcasts, talking to energy healers, anything I could do to improve my confidence and get rid of all those fears, or at least not even get rid of them, but recognize them and realize that if I take action, I can get past them. So anytime I have a fear, I think, what can I do that promotes my business or gets me to the next step, even though there's fear? Let's go through a session here today. We've been promising you all to go through this session. Let's, let's actually do a session um, if you're up for it, Amy. Sure, absolutely. Okay, so uh, if you all are ready, we're going to do it. So uh, I'll just let you take over. Okay, so what I want to go through right now is how to change your breathing to calm yourself down. So first, what I'd like you to do is sit back in your chairs, make sure your low back and butt are completely back into the chair that you're sitting in, and plant your feet firmly on the ground so you feel the ground and your heels touching the ground. The next thing I want you to do is a little bit counterintuitive, but I want you to let your belly out. Let your gut go, stop sucking it in, be proud of the belly that you have. The reason we want to let the belly go is because when you suck your gut up, it lifts up the front of your rib cage, which then makes you hinge on your low back. And what we want to do is get your rib cage back into neutral. And so first we have to let the belly go so that your rib cage has the opportunity to drop down back into a neutral position to free up your body. Now from here, we're going to start with the breathing process. And it's four steps. And I'll go through those four steps and then give you a few more hints in addition to those four steps. So the first step is you're going to breathe in through your nose. You'll Pause a second, blow out through your mouth, and then pause three seconds. Then we repeat that cycle. So I educate people to breathe in through the nose, then pause, blow out through the mouth, and then pause three seconds. Now I'm going to break it down a little bit further. So when you breathe in through your nose, you don't want to shove air up your nose and lift up your chest. So if you think about when you're asked to deep breathe, people will lift up their chest, they kind of tilt their head back a little bit, they try to make themselves as big as possible. For this type of breathing, we don't want that at all because I don't want you to use accessory muscles in between your ribs and your shoulders and your back to get air in. I want you to learn how to use your true diaphragm to get air in and when your diaphragm is contracting, it creates a vacuum for air to be sucked in. So you don't have to lift up your rib cage and overuse all those muscles in your back and neck. So when you think about, so I'm going to have you breathe in and feel almost like a sucking feeling in your throat as you're filling up your throat with air, not filling up your chest, not filling up your belly. Those may expand very slightly and naturally, but I want you to think about air being kind of sucked into your throat and that would be your diaphragm dropping down so air comes into that negative space. 
So that's the inhalation. Then when you're blowing out, I want you to think about your mouth is open, like an open hose, and there's no kinks in that hose that winds throughout your trunk. I don't want you to huff it out or purse your lips and generate pressure to blow out. I want it to be a open, like a whoosh sound, as if you're blowing out a hundred candles. And as you're doing that, as you're blowing out, put one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly. And as you're blowing out, you're going to think about your chest dropping in away from your hand. And it's going to drop down towards your pelvis and your belly is going to come out into your other hand. So it's like a wave and the wave starts right at your breastbone or sternum. And that goes in, your sternum goes in, your ribs go in and down, and then your belly comes out. And the hardest part people have is they're so used to sucking in their belly when they blow out. And when you suck in your belly, when you're blowing out, that keeps your rib cage high and that prevents you from relaxing. And so if you keep your gut sucked in as you blow out, it keeps your pelvis tipped forward which can contribute to hip pain, knee pain, foot pain, but it also keeps your shoulder blades in a position that decreases the space available for your shoulders and causes you to have a forward head position or contributes to a forward head position. And so if you can let your rib cage relax inward and downward to go back into its neutral position, it helps your rest of your body go back into neutral positions and the muscles learn how to release and this is how you can get people out of pain. This is how you can get rid of stress because most of us have really tight muscles in between our ribs and all throughout our trunk because we're taught we need to have a strong core. A strong core does not mean tighten everything up and make yourself a brick. A strong mm. core means can you keep your rib cage in a good neutral position while allowing for movement of both your trunk and spine but also your extremities like your arms and legs. If you can keep your side abdominals activated to keep your ribs down into good position, you will, you will have a strong, stable core. If you tighten everything up, you're going to contribute to some type of injury at, at some point in time because you're restricting movement and you don't have that fluid movement that's stable. Wow. That's so... We hit on a lot today, and I, I just want to say thank you so much for that because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's always good when you get to repeat the thing that you've already done just to re-experience the feeling. So, you know, we're creatures yeah. of habit. So if you heard it once, listen to it again, listen to it over and over again, because it's going to be something that helps you with pain, anxiety, as uh, Amy was talking about. Amy, how do they get a hold of you? How can somebody, you know, get this Hill, I mean, we just talked about two two case studies where um, Robert Kiyosaki got help from you, and then another lady who was about to go through rotator cuff surgery got and experienced the healing of just something as simple as, or what I would consider have considered simple as breathing. Yeah, sure. They can go to my website. It's www.paberinstitute.com. So it's P as in pain, A as in awareness. B is in breathing, R is in relief. So paberinstitute.com. And from there, they can sign up for, I have a free email newsletter that comes out every week and with different tips, but they can also get a hold of me through that website. 
and send me an email through there for more questions. If they want to chat on the phone about something, if they're not sure if this will work for them, they can do that. We can, there's many things we can talk about. So they can reach out to me that through that method. So we just had Dr. Amy Novotny on the show. We appreciate it. Hey, by the way, you are a number one best-selling author. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I was part of Kyle Wilson's book that came out in September called Don't Quit Stories of Perseverance, Courage, and Faith. And we are very excited that this story, some of which I shared with you today, and there's more involved in that book, um, came out and very excited on that journey as well. Super exciting. I'm uh, So again, congratulations on the book. We're super excited to uh, for for you to have had that experience. We're super excited that we were able to share in that experience. Can't wait to read your story in the book. Uh, we got it ordered, unlocked, ready to come to our house here soon. So we're really excited about that. And, you know, as always, if you have any questions at all for Dr. Amy Novotny, go to our website, paberinstitute.com. That's P-A-B-R institute.com. And uh, get more information. Like, Super powerful information. Get more information from her. We just want to say thank you for coming on the show. I mean, God, it was a good show. Yes, thank you so much. You truly are impacting lives. Yes, well, you're welcome. And I thank you guys for having me. I really like to share this message. So I appreciate anyone who cares about their listeners enough to bring them some tips and just spread the love and being able to get out of pain and stress. So thank you so much for your time. No problem. So this is a little different show, everybody. So we just want to say again, we don't have, you know, the golden nuggets that we usually have. The golden nugget was trying to help you get out of pain. So and anxiety. (laughs) So this is what we were trying to do. That was our goal. So again, thank you so much to Dr. Amy Novotny for coming on the show. We look forward to seeing you all again next week. See you next time. See you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.